Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. So, George, we're here. <laughs> We've been having like such a fun pre-show. I don't even want to get I, into it. But I have no idea how much of this I'm going to keep or cut, but we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have Matt and Jackie on the show because we're going to play the Spotify game. Hi, guys. That's right. Hi. We, uh, we, we like to bring back our, our favorites to, to play the Spotify game with us. It's it's a way of our uh, to get our, our favorites back on without making them be more emotional with us. This is just a fun way to do it. Yeah. You can't That's see nice. it, but we're bobbling our heads like little, little bobblers. <laughs> yeah, you guys are pretty guys are like a cute, happy relationship, huh? That's nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty in sync with each other there, too. It was impressive. It, it's strangely functional. Yeah. I think we're the only couple that like got stronger during quarantine. <laughs> we're, just, we're just like so dumb and our just dumbness has just fed into each other and just made yeah. yeah, well, you guys bond yeah. over like cute shit. Like I remember the last time I forget which one of you was on. I think, I think it was you, Matt, where you were like, like, yeah, we just moved our plants towards the window and they all looked so happy. And we started, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, right, your there life was a is fucking song. whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we watched a lot of Pixar movies and everything has a soul. So. Yeah. yeah, it's giving yeah. life to everything. Yep. Yeah. We're insufferable people. Yeah, we're really, we don't know how to exist in, uh, like, with other people anymore. I totally forgot how to like yeah, talk to anyone. I, uh, I had to go film a thing. I think we talked about it on the episode that is either coming out later or just came out. Uh, it will have just come out on Monday. Wow. Hope you listen to it. Um, it was really good. I just listened to it. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but I had to go film a thing in the Poconos and I was really excited because it was like the first thing I'm doing with people outside of like my normal mon- mundane life. And about 30 minutes and I was like, this is exhausting. I need yeah. I need to work my way into this. This is yeah. not a, this is not good. <laughs> And they're all excited because they're like doing the same thing, but they've been like hungry for it. So they're running around, they're doing the thing like we're filming and stuff. And it's just me in the other room on a couch reading that Jeffrey Tubin book, which is like these fucking assholes. (laughs) Like they're so loud. They're so loud. (laughs) I just want to go home. Yeah. Joy is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so you guys, you guys are here. You're going to play the Spotify game. Uh, Jackie, uh, you are going first. Yes. Um, so, but, before we do it, we should we have to tell the listeners the rules and how it how it works. We'll we'll do the quick version because we we have told told the two of them a number of times, and then we just keep chatting and having more fun instead of starting, which has been great. But the listeners don't get to hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> so, you have to pay for that. Yeah, that's the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the way it works, George and I pick a song, and then. Just like on the Get in the Garage, we have multiple guests. So they they choose between the two of them. They rock, paper, scissors, and it, it was it was decided. So Jackie will be going first. So based on the song that we give her, she will have the, the whole world of songs on Spotify to choose from. So it's except any, the previous one. Yeah, she can choose anything as long as it does not have the same artist and it is not a cover. And those rules apply throughout. So, like, you can't repeat an artist anywhere. And if it's a cover, you can pick somebody who covered that song and just don't play the cover itself. It's like the cover, you can skip the cover, like, connection 
and go to the next step if you need to. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So say we were talking about uh, the song Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, and then it's like, oh yeah, Billy Corgan, remember that? Like Smashing Pumpkins. So I can't say like Smashing Pumpkins Landslide. I have to say uh, Smashing Pumpkins song or Zwan. You can do Zwan, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have to go Zwan. I have to yeah. stoop to Zwan. You yeah. would have to Zwan because if Zwan has an opportunity, you have to Zwan. <laughs> yeah. Let's all let's all Zwan for a moment. Yeah, just <laughs> deep breaths, everybody. It's time for Zwaning. Zwan. <laughs> I thought you only do this in birthing classes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, uh, I, I very clumsily described how the game works, but that's you works. know it, and people will will pick it up. So, so Jackie, the song that we have chosen, yeah, is is the the absolutely delightful "Never Going Back to New Jersey" by Less Than Jake. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we just figured because you guys are such big fans of New Jersey, uh, being residents of uh, Cinema Minson, um, Cinema Minson, <laughs> that. Uh, the the New Jersey centric without being overtly too New Jersey, uh, being your your Bon Jovi's and your Bruce Springsteen's, you know, friend of the former president Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Um, you know, we figured we could uh, we could throw that out. And th- who don't love a little less than Jake? Yeah, the, the song is both both Jersey proud and also lives up to the name of I don't want to go back there. So yeah. it has it has yeah. like is what New Jersey it's, is. It's like it has, it has both directions. You have both options. I'm also the only person here not currently in New Jersey. So I felt strongly about wow. giving this song out to other people to, to respond to. Yes, yes. You should join us. We have maybe, trees. Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> what is a tree? I've never seen one. Uh, they grow in Brooklyn. They look like broccoli. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're like well. broccoli. Sometimes squirrels live on them. Oh, those. <laughs> those, those. <laughs> I get it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a song. All right. We're what talking about trees, Jackie. Hold on a minute. It's Jesus. not. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're waxing arboreal. Um, <laughs> That's an album title for sure. Yes. Hold on. Uh, the song is there, called Waxing Arboreal. Yeah, write that one down for me. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, so my song is a song by the band Sloan. Oh, yay! You like Sloan too? Okay. Of course I like Sloan. Oh, yeah, power pop. Okay, so there's a song of theirs called On the Horizon. It's from the album Navy Blues. And the first lyric of the song is, um, these are the few of the states I'm in. The first one, Jersey. The second one, Finn. So for a long uh, time, yeah. I would think of New Jersey. I would think of that song. That is absolutely classic. That is a fantastic choice. I I really like the way we're starting off. We got it. We got to throw some Canada in there too. You know. Yeah, that, yeah. that is awesome. All right. So wait, does Matt go then, or do do you guys? No, no, Matt. Go? Let Matt. Why don't you go? Say so, yeah. If you got something ready, yeah. I think I got one that is just going to go right off off that lyric. Is uh, <laughs> this is going to show my my pretentious twee boy uh, colors, but uh. The State That I'm In by Bell and Sebastian. I knew you were going to say Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is funny because uh, Bell and Sebastian was one of those records where it's just like, what color of the record we're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the green? No, that's the yellow yellow one. It's like, this one's showing, it's like a bluey, greeny, gray. Well, this is tiger milk whatever oh, okay yeah, yeah. Tiger yes, milk. Yeah. yes yeah. this is off this is off tiger milk the yellow one, one is yeah yeah, yeah. the yellow one is say it boy with yeah. the arab strap is on the green one. Oh, dear catastrophe waitress is the yellow one yeah, that's right okay yeah is that right yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Better, the other one. Yeah. It is fun though, because like I've never wanted to know what the albums were called because then I feel like I'd have to pick a favorite. You just go the Weezer route where you oh no, I thought you were talking about colors again. Yeah, I just like I just like knowing that like these songs exist. Like they're they're not an album band for me. They're just like a mood band. Yeah, totally. yeah. No, there's Profile. a uh, <laughs> there's like a line on that in that song that I always like uh uh loved. Cause like my brother, um, not that he's like an like an alpha guy, but he's like he's mu- he's like uh, much more masculine than I am. I would say like he's like a uh, you know yeah. how to fix things and all this stuff. True, and, true. Um, and I've always been. like- I imagine oh. your brother hung one painting once, and you're like, he's a masculine <laughs> man. <laughs> he's a pilot. Yeah, he's not, okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he like fix cars and shit. Yeah, you know he's mean? mechanically like, inclined. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, but I, I remember like he came out uh when I was like twenty, and I remember just like there's like a line in that song. It's like my my brother confessed that he was gay. It took the heat off me for a while. Yes! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Line. All right. No need to worry about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Um, all right, Dan, why don't you go next? All right. I actually have a very, a very quick one. I know exactly where I'm going to go. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. Quick question about the rules. We're, we're, we're going off of the last song, not like the initial song each time, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, the, the previous song. Yep. Like an exquisite corpse playlist, right? Exactly. Yeah, that is exactly the theory behind this. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry. Got no, go ahead. Um, right before um, when we were waiting for the, the call, I was uh, on Pluto TV just looking for something to watch for a second, and they had um, uh, Good Burger just ended. So I just like put it on, and it was the 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 less than but also less than Jake. I'm a dude. We're all they're, on there. they're on there a couple of times. Rules. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want a good time, like you know, it's late at night, you don't want to wake anybody up, but it's just for you to like kind of blankly zonk out on. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the Pluto TV channels is uh, Luchador Wrestling from like 2005. Nice. Yeah, it's a good channel. It's That's a awesome. good channel. <laughs> we uh, we watch um, Unsolved Mysteries every night. That's like what, that's what we fall asleep, asleep to. Oh yeah, I, I, I was trying to fall asleep <laughs> back to my uh, my old habit of falling asleep to X Files, but the, I think they do something with the sound because Casey's really sound sensitive. Hmm. Where. I think the the uh, the theme song is like um, louder than the rest of the thing, so it'll like it'll get <laughs> like one, yeah, and then it's just. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to bed. You know, what? we're just gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you should just put like like noise canceling headphones on her. Like we, uh, we're trying to figure out how to hook up. It used to work in my apartment in Philly, but it doesn't seem to work here. Where you could plug your headphones into the bottom of the Apple TV remote. Oh, uh, yes. should play it through your ears. Oh, that, awesome. that is a feature that I can no longer take advantage of because my headphones, I don't have the plug-in ones anymore. You got yes, a dongle. That is a feature. Yeah, I need that dongle. Get yourself a dongle, bro. Get yourself a dongle, bud. Get dongle, dog. <laughs> dongle, dog. Dongle, dongle. So, so George, set, set me up for it again, and I'm going to cut it out the first time. That Why? We just said dongle life. Oh, we no, I'm going to keep, keep, keep all of that stuff. All that stuff is staying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut out the part where I couldn't find it at first. Okay, let's make this really natural. Yeah. Dan, 
why don't you go next? Oh, it's my turn? I guess I'm not going to edit out all of that other stuff the first time I tried. Now I have to keep it. Ah. All right, so oh. so one of, one of my favorite things, it, it is an experiential album for me, is The Last Waltz by The Band. Yeah, Ooh. Very good. It, very it cool. is a a like winter day whiskey watch like i i will just like I've, I have nowhere to go i don't have the option of going anywhere i'm gonna sit on my couch and it's one of the few blu-rays i own i'm gonna put it on and i'm just gonna kind of get into the last waltz one of my absolute favorite songs by the band is the shape i'm in Ooh. so george okay so i have to, to go i have to kind of go by a vibe here because i do love the band i mean I, the, the last waltz opens a lot of doors yeah pretty much everybody from that era drops in and makes an appearance so so there's a lot of directions you could take it i could i you could. could even take it to prayer if you wanted because there's one of those on there <laughs> Scorsese, uh, oh yeah soundtrack. that's true yeah every scorsese movie is on on the table or just like an interview with him. Mm-hmm. You could just put that. Hold on. Let me, Honestly, let me do some talk amongst yourselves. I gotta do some uh I gotta do some research. All right, let's mm. talk about dongles again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every every time we name a song, just be like, Do you guys have dongles yet though? Did you did you plug in your order? Is it coming? How many dongles y'all y'all rocking right now? At least you know, crazy three. thing. I actually have two dongles. I, I was a, I was a teacher in the Philadelphia school district, and they they required you to have dongles because they did not give them to you. You had to buy them. So you, they would give you a laptop and tell you you have to connect to this screen, and then not give you the like pieces that you needed to connect to the screen. So I have two dongles because I gave my computer back, but I kept those. <laughs> So you're a double dongler. That's, That's right. Cool. I, I am loaded loaded for bear for, for dongling. If you need a spare dongle, I unfortunately, uh, my Subaru is pretty old and um, the aux uh, thing for it, whatever. Yeah. But the aux function no longer works in my car. It just the button oh. for it just doesn't work. So I cannot get it. I, I would sell my car immediately. Like I, I've driven cars into the ground because they still connected to my phone. Like that was it. Like that's all I need them to do. I think about getting just like a tiny Bluetooth speaker and just having it in my car. But um, but but yeah, Matt Matt kindly bought me a dongle when it did work, so that I could you know plug my stuff in. But yeah, alas, does your CD player work? I yeah. Yeah. I was so upset. I sold one of my cars because I have so many. No, I had to sell my <laughs> car um, and I left my weaker than's reconstruction site CD in there. Oh. And I'm like, I mean, it was a CD so I can get it on Spotify, but I love that CD. I wore that CD out. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Are you going to get it again? I have it on vinyl. So I guess I've like, I've reached the level of like, I own the physical medium and like the preferred physical medium. You know, unless they come out with a cassette, and in that case, I'm just like, I just need this for the novelty. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Last Waltz is one of my absolute favorite things of all time. I've never <gasps> seen Last Waltz. Oh, it's good. Never it, seen it. It, it is. On, oh, sorry. Good. Oh no, they used to play it on IFC all the time. My mom had cable at one point, and I just watched IFC and Sundance all the time. Oh, those were the days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> IFC has this channel on their. Uh, Apple TV app. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't, I haven't checked it out in a while, but it's just called Sloth, where if you switch it over to Sloth, it is just slow things happening. 
What? Is so it like, like slow TV kind of stuff? Like a like train going through the Swedish countryside? When I, when I first started watching, it was exactly that. Huh. But then it turned into like, the, the one around Christmas was just parades. It was like various small town Christmas parades. Nice. That's so cool. There, yeah, there, there are so many just weird things that like you just see like, these people in like little go-karts racing circles around each other while a parade was happening. <laughs> so like it was it was great it's a delightful channel if it still exists so i feel great. like slow tv is like teletubbies for adults it's like everything is although i i adults find teletubbies pretty horrifying but it's like it's just like visual <laughs> prozac it's just like <laughs> yeah. shit's hard look at this little like dog in a puddle or something <laughs> shit's <laughs> hard look at this wet dog uh, <laughs> all right so, all right george you ready um so joni mitchell is in the last waltz <gasps> yes she uh, is and and as much as i would love to do a Joni mitchell song i remember that there is this band from boston when i was uh living around there if you're playing your feel feelings bingo that means that that center point where george mentions where he might live where's george from <laughs> <laughs> but there's this band called the tower and the fool Ooh. Uh, and they are a fantastic band. Um, there's like two singers. One's got a kind of high register. One's got a lower register, like really deep voice thing. And they have a song. They have a full length that came out in 2012 called How Long. Like rip your heart out uh, kind of bar band almost music. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a song called Fade Away. And in the song Fade Away, uh, the lyric is, um, I woke up next to some photos of you and a copy of Joni Mitchell Blue. I woke Ooh. up still fucked up from the bottle I sculled to dilute the truth. Oh my God. Okay. Know, right? Pretty sad <laughs> stuff. So I'm going to add that and make us all sad because that's why I'm here. Woo. That's a good pick. Wow. It's a great I gotta let that great one album. marinate a little bit. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, they have a song. It's one of my favorite ones called um, uh, uh, How Long to the title track off the record. And it's just this it, it's written so well in that style that like isn't around anymore where it is two people having a conversation back and forth um mm. and it is about a guy like lamenting the loss of his love and like they're no longer together and he's telling like you know uh it's just like it seems like they it sounds it's it sounds like they're just two guys the last two people at the bar commiserating with one another and the other deep voice that comes in at the end of every verse is telling him like Listen, only time is going to help this. I know that you want to walk down the street that you used to live on with her, but it's not good right now. Like, don't do that. And it's such a good, like, storytelling song. This whole album is fantastic. So anyone listening, listen to the whole Tower and the Fool How Long album. The, I think the, the, the vinyl went out of print, and it was from Run for Cover Records, which is a label based in Boston. And I regret every day not, like, finding money to buy it. It's such a good record. Yeah, I... I, I had a moment there because the, the name sounded incredibly familiar and I pulled it up and I've hung out with these people before. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're they're I think if I'm remembering correctly, their bass player used to play in Boys Like Girls. Correct. Yep. Yeah. But that's um, that's I think that was the current project when I met him. Yeah. Yeah. So good. All right. So uh Jackie. It's your turn. Okay. You, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta come in with a thing of a band you've never heard of that. Uh... <laughs> All right, but before we get to Jackie, I want to I wanna say, because we didn't say it up top, we're going to do five songs each. So we've each done one song, so we each have four songs left. Okay. Gotcha. I am 
gonna go weird here. I mean, actually, I was gonna go the fade route. There's some fade songs that I'm into. Mm. One of which is probably that problematic. Kind of yes, this <laughs> 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 fade song is incredible. Yes, it is. But okay. for the sake of your your playlist, I'm you know Thank he's you. complicated. He's Thank complicated. you. We actually we, when we used to do like ask people, we still do it. If if you guys are listening, uh, there's playlists that we refresh every couple of weeks with like whatever emotion we're doing that week. And Ooh. I forget what the emotion was, but someone suggested a brand new song, and I was like, I appreciate what you're trying to say here, but Ooh. we're not going to do that. We'll do Taking Back Sunday instead. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So I'm actually going to do a song by The Bird and the Bee. Ooh, you were pulling out a bunch I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> so uh, the the band is The Bird and the Bee. Yes. And I'm going to do I'm going to do again and again. I'm going off The Tower and the Fool, mm-hmm. that like band format, band mm-hmm. name format. I like and that. That's a good way to go. Again and again it's pretty good. It's pretty pretty catchy. I don't know the song. Can you describe um, some of the um, the vibe of it? It's it's okay. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. I just I kind of <laughs> a weird one. Um, the, the snapping is accurate. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very poppy. It's 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 a dude and a and a female. I know you said there was like a which one's the B? Ooh, good question. I mean, bird <laughs> is slang for like British slang for ladies, so maybe yeah, maybe that guy's the, the pollinator. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they you know, have you I, know the I've, pointy bit at the I've end. I've looked it up. You're you're right. They actually have specified which one is which. Really? <laughs> and Nira George is the bird and uh-huh. Greg Kirsten is the bee. Yeah. It's very glossy, poppy kind of stuff, but it's good. It's, it's she almost has a loungy kind of tone to her voice. Mm-hmm. Um Eric yeah. Eric Wareheim directed one of their videos. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I put them in kind of like a, a best coasty. Like okay. vibe, sort of. It's, it's, yeah, they're well, from LA. What about, like the song? Like, what is it? What is the? Uh, do you need me to play it or sing it? Or I, I can just yeah. play it real quick. Hold on. Oh, it's it's, it's a song about just like uh, something not working and just things happening over and over and over and mm. just like being in a loop of kind of BS. Seems like a, like relationship BS, maybe. Yeah, it's it, it's generally it the the vibe of the song does not match the song content it's it's that kind of band a lot yeah yeah it's very kind of like mid-tempo kind of groovy smoothie kind of shit shit you would hear in like nhm or something yeah it's like mid-2000s indie pop Uh it's all in that genre yeah yeah, I, um, I know the band. I'm just like, what, like about that song? Like, what is like the? Oh, I was literally. Oh, oh, the gist of it. I mean, yeah, just like a cyclical. I mean, the the refrain is just again and again and again and again. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. So something that just like. Okay. So we're so we went from fade away to again and again, which is a little opposite. That's yeah. fine. We can I'm do sorry, can't yeah. stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers because it's <laughs> again and again and again. It just won't stop. And he sounds ooh. ooh. Uh, all right, is my turn, or, or are we still talking about that? Should we still talk about this? Song? Yeah, you you can jump in whenever. Yeah. Okay. Right. I have a thing, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a lay, lay a bum around here for. Uh, but it it uh, it kind of when you were saying about um, the songs that were like a conversational songs, George, and then a song about like doing things over and over again. Um, I was thinking about the song "Inmates" by The Good Life. Do you know that song? I don't know that song. I never actually listened to them. 
that, that came up on a lot of like artists you like like recommendation kind of things but i'd never yeah, actually listened to him yeah. um yeah i was really into him back in the day and like um but he did this they did this album called it's a it's tim casher from um cursive it's his like side mm-hmm. project or whatever and this is i i think this is kind of like the first i, I could be talking my ass but like i think this is kind of the first album where it like a kind of like a band formed around this the solo pro- it feels more like a band than a solo project this okay album. but um but the whole thing is about it's called album of the year and the whole thing is like it's about like a year in this relationship and so each song is kind of like a different month and it goes through mm-hmm. this sort of like the the whole like cycle of relationship it's all like about how they met and then you know they're the honeymoon period and then it you know it, uh, the uh relationship kind of dissolves toward the end but this song inmates is told from her perspective and it's it's like basically just like her dressing him down basically um so it doesn't have like quite that conversation there's a little bit towards the end where he kind of comes in um so it's not quite like so back and forth but um but that's what got me thinking the 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 tower and the fool song got me thinking about that but when you're saying about like the over and over again you get the feeling that these like this couple is also in this Just sort stuck. of like, yeah. like stuck in a cycle together you know yeah. um not cool. like us we're doing great you're doing great <laughs> you got your plants are you done i did you did you return the dog or are you still fostering the dog you returned the dog no, yeah i'm sorry that's Wait, tough can time. i show you what the dog looks like with. People listening to this won't be able to see this. I know, this, but... is right. this is for the Patreon. Picture <laughs> a, a dog that's part chihuahua. It's like brown and it's really tiny and has these big, big old bug eyes. And it, there was a thunderstorm and Clancy got really freaked out and his eyes just went like very big. <laughs> I took a picture and Matt like zoomed in on it. So every now and then we'll just look at this like zoomed in picture of this like terrified but dog. This, but this is the dog back with his owner. Oh, how happy that fucking how dog happy. is. They both look so happy. I know, so. they've, they've mashing smiles. It's <laughs> I thought you were going to show them the, the frightened clans. Oh, no, no, no. I That's just for you guys. That's what's saving yeah. this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> is that like, <laughs> you guys fight and then you just whip out the phone. You'll look. Mm. All right. Come We're on. good. <laughs> this is our son. This is, this is this is why we go to work. <laughs> My hands look like this, so his eyes can look like this. So so what is what is the deal with the song? What's the tempo? Like I'm seeing it's it's almost 10 minutes it's long. It's very, very long. And it's sort of like the centerpiece of the I mean it's closer to the end, but it has this kind of like it's, it feels like that's where the album kind of turns on itself, where it, like the relationship is like now kind of sour. So mm. it's just it's very like long and slow, but it's interesting because it's like the whole thing was if it's singy talky uh it's singy but it's not like very melodic um but um but yeah like like i said the whole thing is kind of told like you know this uh tim casher kind of has this like you know bruised and broken beat up man kind of thing and he's like you know the whole thing is him talking about how much this person's heard him and then all of a sudden there's a million album there's just 10 minute song where it's just like the other side of the story and oh, it's just like wow. you're a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's just like so devastating always and, good to uh, have that <laughs> yeah yeah it just, it just like turns the whole thing around wow. yeah. yeah all right dan uh I know where I would go with this, but where are you going to go with this? Oh, I I knew immediately where I was going to go with this one. I I I am I'm pulling out another old favorite, kind of keeping it of a of an older. I keep yeah, I'm saying saying in the older place that I I pulled from last time. Not not quite as old, but I'm going to go with Prisoner of Love by Pat Benatar. Woo! Good song, good song. That, that, she always reminds me of my aunt. 
Like I have specific, <laughs> like specific artists remind me of different parts of my family. And like my aunt Patty is very much Pat Benatar. And I'm just realizing that they have the same name. It's, oh my God. it's, it's genuinely just <laughs> like, I feel like I, it's, it's linked to driving in the car with them. Like them picking us up from school or something and something's on the radio. So like mm-hmm. my aunt Debbie is very much uh, like uh, Elvis Costello, uh, this year's model. Like that is a very Debbie record. <laughs> uh, Patty is Pat Benatar. Um, my aunt Angie uh, she used to pick us up because she's like the youngest. She's my, uh, like my mom's brother's wife. So she's like a little bit extended out of the family. So she gets the cooler records. So she gets uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers because she used to roll up blasting that out of her window to pick us up to like drive us to school. Playing aeroplane, just the kid part. Just the kid part. Um, and then uh, and then my mom, which we've talked about on the show because it's, 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 it's not a good song that reminds you of your mother. But my mom used to work uh, as a bartender when she was in college at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Um, and so she knows every word to every Georgia Satellite song. So Whoa. Keep Your Hands to Yourself reminds me of my mother. And it's not a song that should remind anyone of their mother. <laughs> <laughs> you should dance to that at your wedding. I think we will. It'll be good. Oh my God. It'll be good. Um, all right. Good choice. Good choice. I like it. I like, I like the route we were going. I was thinking that we were going to do no children by mountain goats. Cause I feel like <gasps> the same oh kind my of relationship. God, I regret it now. Are you, uh, are you going next though, George? I am going next. And what is not a prisoner of love then, then no children by, right. uh, yeah. by that. So yeah, well, you know what? I think that's what I'm going to do, Dan. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tightrope walk because it, it's not exactly the same connection as, but, but you know, I, I'm not going to say no to that song. I'm never going to say no to that song. It's a good yeah. song. I like that we started this conversation by talking about how, like, during the last year, like, like we've fallen so much more in love. Yeah. Than- <laughs> uh, every song. Like prisoner of love. This, but this, this playlist is a cry for help, but we, we could all see through that. <laughs> Yeah, these are all very specific moods of mine, and none of them are the good ones so far. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feelings, most of them negative. Feelings. Well, welcome to the show. Which um, I also enjoy that this is what ska does to people. We started on a ska song. Right? It's like, the I'm not, I can't. The I can't do spiral. it. You're the car right off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to pick it back up, or should we just let it, let it burn? I mean, we need to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. But yeah, uh, yeah I don't feel good about that either. It's all right. <laughs> okay I, all right i was yeah. thinking about getting really depressing let's do it oh we, we can do it we we have we have two more songs before we have to take a break okay so so we can do it we can play the songs and then we'll we'll ease into a break we'll chat we'll level out and then we'll come out of a break firing on all cylinders so if that's how we get there that's how we get there all right so this song is about a woman dying in childbirth hell yeah beautiful hell yeah <laughs> This Woman's Work by Kate Bush. Oh, yeah, that's also a great song. <laughs> no, 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 Breaking My Bedfolds is about getting an abortion and living. This is, yeah. this is a song about like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Like <laughs> dying, a, a mother dying during childbirth and, and I guess speaking to the father. Or what song is it? This Woman's Work. Maxwell covered it, did a very sexy cover of this song. Very this sexy cover. Um, you know, I was mostly unaware of her until this year. And like somebody was really? like, ask people for like, hey, who should I do like deep dives and just like get like who has a bunch of albums that I can just like go through chronologically and someone threw her name out there. And I've just been 
kind of doing that slowly. And it's been really fun. You know who's really into Kate Bush that you will never guess is really into Kate Bush? It's a, I'll, I'll give you some hints. It's a famous musician, um, very big in the 90s and early 2000s. Dave Grohl. Uh, no. I mean, maybe. He seems to like a lot of cool music. He's the only person I know who fits that description. Also, maybe the only person I know. <laughs> the only person you know is, who am I, Dan? I, I don't know. I'm not Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this whole thing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ever wonder why our ratings are so low sometimes? It's because I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. Dave Grohl. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> uh, who, wait, who? I'm dying. Who is it? Big Boy from Outcast is a yeah. giant... Kate Bush fan. He did a uh, uh, What's in My Bag at Amoeba a couple years ago, and I think every record was Kate Bush. That's awesome. Yes. Huge he does Kate have Bush great fan. taste. Yeah. He did the the yeah. Fantagram side yes. project that is killer. A good, it's big, awesome. Big grams, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so so no children. It's kind of a no mother. I don't know. It's I a, it's a, it's a flip. It's the same. It's it, also be, in the show Extras. There's a, there's a scene Great. that's really sad, <laughs> and uh, this song is playing. All right. Uh, before, oh, and you know what? No, Matt, why don't you pick your next choice? Because I have a song in mind, but it's it's just a song that I want to talk about, and I don't want to like. Well, well, keep vamping because I have. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so what am I? I feel like Kate Bush abides by a lot of Springsteen rules because I have this theory that if if I listen to a Springsteen song, I love it. It's great. It's Springsteen. You know, I live in New Jersey. I have to love it. Yeah. Um, however, when I hear a cover of a Springsteen song, mm. it is either miles more successful or like just like really, really fucking good. Like I love I prefer the band version of Atlantic City over the actual Atlantic City version. I prefer the um, uh, Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann Band mm. uh, rather than the Springsteen version. But then better. there's also the thing where it's if Springsteen covers another song, it's mm. also fantastic because Springsteen covering Suicide is fantastic. The, the Purple Rain cover when Prince died is like the only one of those I wanted to watch over again. Yeah, it's it's he's one of these. It's like it's a weird thing. And I feel like Kate Bush is the same thing because I have uh, a covers playlist and I think mm. there's two or three Kate Bush covers on it. One is the placebo running up that hill song mm. that they use in like every dark and spooky action movie yeah um just specifically I, I very tied very strong to like the uh uh gettysburg documentary that uh history channel put out what? gettysburg is located on a hill so like all the promo was just the placebo cover of running up that hill oh my god it's very creepy wow. and scary and is then it, it's amazing to know that like placebo is one of those bands that like You'll you'll meet five people in your entire life who can name their songs, but they are rich as hell because they got in at the right time. Absolutely. Uh, and then another band, One Hit Wonder. It was one of these like Alien Ant Farm things where like their biggest hit is their cover. <laughs> uh, is this band called Future Heads from England? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. Future. And they yeah. covered uh, uh, Hounds of Love, and it's like this cool like hocketing acapella opening to it. Ooh. It's very cool sounding. I love Hounds of Love. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, that song, song is so fucking good, and that record is oh. so good. Uh, there was a band uh, when I was a kid, like a local band. There were this um, uh, like avant-garde metalcore almost band, and they would cover "Waking the Witch," which I didn't realize was a uh, yeah, which is like a creepy fucking song, but it works for them. 
Uh, and I was like, wow, I didn't even realize like that song was a cover, let alone you could possibly cover that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. Are uh, you ready? I have a totally shitty cop out one that I'm gonna go with. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to steer this into, you can't, I mean, you can't fail. into less depressing, hopefully less depressing. Oh, uh, he's gonna do glycerine, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh so so since we had a, a song about someone dying, um I'm gonna do uh sell my sell my old clothes, I'm off to heaven by saves the day. There you go. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Beautiful. That, that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> These, what is it, four four songs on that EP or whatever? Yeah, you know what? I'm familiar with that song from um, the Vagrant Records, like the uh, like the compilation, like you're another year on the streets or yeah. something like that. Oh yeah, like two Save Today like B sides on there, and I think that was like my introduction to them. It was like around that, like early, I don't know, like 2001 or something like that, where um, it was like Alkaline Trio and, and all those bands were all on. There's Facebook. definitely a couple Hot Rod um, Circuit tunes well, on those. Yeah, and Ghetto Kids and all yeah. that stuff were all kind of. Yeah, for, for reference, uh, we talked about this because we had Bob Nana on our show. So we, we got to talk about how Hey Mercedes is like such a game changer for me. And they were on that. And that is what got me into music is that oh, compilation. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah, the yeah. one. It's so interesting that like, because you guys are a little older than me um, and like we're into different music, like same music, but just like a different year. Like you're a graduating class ahead of me, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, the vagrant things were where it was at. But for me, it was like Punkarama, like the Punkarama. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Way more like in my face than the uh, than the vagrant ones. And I found the vagrant ones later and it was like, oh, no, this is what I was looking for. Like, I love yeah, Motion well, I City, like but... <laughs> Like all through like middle school and stuff like that. It was all like the like the punkorama things were coming out. And it's also like I had no money. So it was like, oh, I can buy a CD for four dollars or whatever. Perfect. With like, yeah. And it's gonna be twice as many as Exactly. It was yeah, yeah, it was yeah. cost effective. Yeah. yeah. But I think like like I built up to the vagrant records, but you know, like I don't mm. know. That was like yeah. Vagrant. But, um, so so yeah, uh, between like, between Saves the Day, um, the cover of Stay What You Are and um that hey mercedes album they both had like just like like kind of dudes in tight shirts like looking off and Look, like, looking in the opposite yeah, direction yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know i can't tell you how many times i like tried to get that picture <laughs> like, yeah. to, to take that picture of somebody else or to like have that picture taken of me somehow but like but i fucking like that yeah that that when i think back on like me being like 15 or 16 i just like superimposed myself like walking up a hill with like the sun out you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i also uh to clarify i had my my saves the day b-sides wrong i was i was referring to the i'm sorry i'm leaving ep which is what i thought it was on but it's not uh, it's not, uh, it's not one of those that's that, the acoustic guys right yeah that's yeah 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 with with like jesse and my whetstone and take our cars now and like those, those songs are classics but yeah that that so my old clothes I'm off to heaven is such a fucking great song. Lots of lots of, lots of Jersey stuff on that. Uh, Gotta love Jersey. That acoustic EP. Gotta yeah. love Jersey. Yeah. yeah. We have the best dancers, according to that. Uh, oh, what was that? Was it Floor Punch? They were like a Jersey hardcore band, and it was genuinely just like, yeah, no, we know how to punch people in a pit. We're the oh, best lifetime. dancers. Yeah, lifetime. of course yeah. it's Lifetime. Yeah. Who That's who the hell else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about saves today. Of course, it's lifetime. <laughs> we're we're gonna come back from break. Let's go to break so that I can play lifetime. Song. <laughs> <laughs> 
most of us, i.e. comedians, treat open mics as a necessary evil. But not Silas P. Every week, Silas talks to a veteran of the sights, sounds, and smells of the Philly open mic scene, sharing stories of momentary triumph and lingering failure with enough shit talk sprinkled in to make you listen to hear your name. I'm like 35% sure that I'm in there. So pay attention, hang out in the room, and maybe you'll learn why you got bumped on the launching pod. We just had a yard sale because there was like junk everywhere and like oh. oh yeah i wanted to come and i forgot about it on saturday i was so yeah, bummed. It, was it was really it was really nice because we had a, a bunch of people stop by and like you know it was like the first time i have seen a lot oh of my people God, yeah like yeah. i counted i think 15 of our friends stopped by on sunday i was like yeah. damn oh wow yeah i went to the phillies game on sunday so like saturday was the day i even had it i was like yeah that's right. We need to talk about this. Oh my god! Wait, yeah, can we please can I just form a new podcast about this fucking shirt? This uh, shirt, I have. I literally have a joke about this shirt about how nobody in my entire life have I ever seen wearing that shirt that was not related to me. I think I have it in the basement. Can I look for yeah, it real quick? Can we oh just, yeah, go for it. All right. I think this is gonna be really exciting for people listening yeah. to this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, people people listening are probably aware of this shirt. I think I've brought it up before, but what are we talking about? The, the cartoon Philly shirt that I have that I'm a little caricature on the corner of. Oh, I don't know if I've seen this shirt. Oh, well, then maybe it hasn't come up on the show. Maybe. I have and stories should, left, people. <laughs> you should, I was going to say, well, we can't see you, but you should also get your shirt and you guys can kind of have like a, a twin synergy. Twinsies. Twinsies. Yeah, literally the only time I've ever it? seen somebody wearing it. Oh, my God, he did. Yeah, he fucking found it. Oh my god! This is holy shit! Wow. <laughs> but yeah, in the bottom corner, that's me. That I little know, that's, that Ready? little person. Canada that's me. <laughs> we love the fighting fills. That's Dude. what a speech bubble says. Never said that. Never said that. They <laughs> they must have they must have taken that quote from something and added context to it. I'd never said that. You, you, you would never say that. <laughs> Would you, you ever were, say you were that? talking about two dudes named Phil just beating each other up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it when they just go at it. <laughs> if, it's, if at some point you just stop it on the street and were like, "Hey Matt, what's your favorite T-shirt?" This is the T-shirt I would say. The oh, the the '93 Fighting Phil's T-shirt, the best. It's the it. best. I love. I wish someone would like recreate it. Like, Reach out to South Fellini. Yeah. I thought they would. I, yeah. I want that style for like everything. I want the yeah. comic book like. Uh, I can't think of the word collage. I want the comic book collage yeah. of like everything I like. He just takes up an entire side of your body. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like like that. Oh, well, that was that was tailgating pre-show talk. We were talking about the shit on that person's walls. Just all the <laughs> yeah. The now we can't talk about. It. Now we have to find and talk about it again, or find that clip. Roll the clip, Dan. <laughs> I don't think we were recording for that part. Damn it, Dan. recording sound. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Anyway, so who's next? I'm up. I I teased that I was going to do do Lifetime because Saves the Day took a lot of criticism over the years for ripping off the Lifetime sound, but uh, so have so many bands and also like you can do similar things and be good about it. So I don't, I don't want to draw that comparison when people passively look at this without listening to it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to find a 
different route and I should have been doing that instead of going insane about this shirt, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I literally, the joke that I have is about, I ran into a guy in CVS, don't know this guy. He was in front of me in line and he was wearing the shirt and I was like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> and he could not have cared less. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> That was me. He was like, like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> He's like, you're an adult. You're not on my fucking yeah. shirt. It's like the, the, the truth and the joke of it is I was 30. So like, I don't look like a four-year-old drawn yeah. picture of me. So <laughs> like, I always assumed those kids were still kids. It's so weird to me. <laughs> Dan, why, why are you on that shirt? The, the reason I'm on that shirt is my uncle worked in sports apparel. <gasps> and I, I don't know if they were asking for a likeness to have, because like they're, that's not out of line with comic books to have like a little kind of out of the panel thing. So I don't know if they were trying to do that. And he suggested a picture of the two of us as a reference, or he just called in a favor to get the two of us on a shirt. But yeah, my uncle made whatever connections he had to make. And, and Is that uh, the, the artwork? Do you know who did the artwork? Is that like a... I don't. I would love to know. I I, I tried to like. It, never I wonder, to be the, it just says that. MLB 1993. I'm trying to see if there's like a little. It's fucking cool though. It's like it's so it's, it's a really cool shirt. So like I loved this shirt when I was a little kid, and then my 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 mom did this thing where like as we were growing up, she would like, she would like put away things that like we like you know like articles of clothing or just like toys and stuff like that and she would kind of like stash away so we thought we got rid of it but and then when we when i turned 18 she like brought these boxes out and it was like all these like these like memory that's things. fun like, yeah, right? yeah so I so i had that. this shirt i had this shirt in there and i was like i'm reintroducing this into like my life so i like had this little like i probably wore this when i was like eight and then again when i was like 18 to 20 something i uh um, i have a very similar kind of shirt where uh, i must have either been like a very chubby kid or i bought it bigger than what i needed it for as like a night shirt but i have my like elementary school logo shirt nice Oquinock elementary and, and west Islip, long island and it's like a cool it's very much like that same thing we were talking about with like the uh the braid album cover or like the hey mercedes album cover where it's just like dudes in skinny shirts walking up hills like it's that oh, yeah. kind of shirt yes and every yeah. three years when i drop 60 pounds that's like my i made it shirt it was like if i can fit back into that shirt it's now it's not <laughs> that like was, a that marker. was this one for me <laughs> so, to, to my knowledge and I, I'm I'm currently looking for larger sizes because people were offering to trade me like Phillies tickets for larger sizes of this shirt. So if if I have them, because I definitely have more copies of this shirt, <laughs> they just live in my attic. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if, if American money for this. Shirt. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm currently looking for them, but for for to my knowledge, I don't think we have anything aside from the large that I have. So forever it was like i need to lose weight so i can wear this shirt because i was always either swimming in it as a child or like i don't fit this shirt i shouldn't actually be trying to pull this off so like to be able to wear it to the game on sunday i was like all right i've actually been treating myself okay i guess yeah you know what in that picture it, it looked like it was like a nice clean shirt but mine is like fucking 
chew the fuck up. So wait, George, George like, is stifling some serious laughter. Here. I'm just I'm thinking about a grown man wearing a night shirt. Like how a six <laughs> foot one man would have to wear like a triple XL shirt to replicate the short sleeved long bedtime shirt. <laughs> Dude, there was nothing, nothing like getting a shower or like taking a bath and then just like throwing yes. on like a night shirt like the and then going shirt. to bed like oh my God. that's the thing is that like we did a bit when we were recording this web series last weekend where like a, a character gets out of bed and he's wearing like a knit cap and a night shirt like a, oh, like a Christmas Carol night shirt yeah. uh, I'm picturing like a old Heineken shirt yes. that you got yeah, at a yeah. ba- baseball game that got shot out of a cannon at you it's a triple xl so your grandpa was like here put this on i don't know your mom will be back soon like that's <laughs> what i want but to wear all i, I just want to surprise my girlfriend by wearing a giant oversized <laughs> they like, should yeah make make oversized like night shirts for adults that are specifically yeah. just those kinds of shirts we are gonna make tens of dollars with this idea guys <laughs> We're going to lose money, but it's going to be Arguably, we could make dozens, dozens of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we would make both dozens. Both $24, dollars. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, one person yeah. bought it. Oh, That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know I don't know why I didn't click right away, but this is a, a perfectly appropriate sidetrack conversation for a song about sell my old clothes and muff to heaven. So as long as none of us die and we don't hit it like perfectly on the notes. We did pretty good here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I have finally decided the the route that I want to take it. All right. Um the the connection is it's I mean the the base level of it is it's a vagrant records connection. It's just a, a straight line. But the reason I picked this one over other ones is at at one point it was before Daybreak was coming out, the Saves the Day album. Vagrant was no longer doing the full compilations, but they were putting out like small samplers. So you would have like a band or two as like a four track here. These are, this is what we're putting out this year kind of thing. And at, there, I want to say it was two tracks from Saves the Day. And then it was two tracks from this band, but it's Monine who oh. fucking rules. I, I, I got to see them live once and it was like, the guy was doing all this like loop stuff and Ooh. Not what I expected, but it was really fucking cool. What's the name of the song? The song is Don't Ever Tell Locke What He Can't Do. Is that for a lost reference? It is a lost reference. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the, the song is awesome. There's a really cool music video that goes with it. The, uh, the last time I got to see the guy play live, he was the current guitarist in Say Anything. And... What? kind of like took took center stage a couple times and went nuts everybody's been in say anything i'm yeah. just gonna put that out there <laughs> I, I think he might still be the current active one but there is at least an album or two that i am not immediately aware of i hope it's not the one where they didn't use guitars because i believe be it was awesome. hebrews they only used strings and they were like no guitars <laughs> no it wasn't that one okay. I, I didn't see them during that run that's all i'm after that that one had like that was a cool record because it was like like I, I might be one of the few people in Say Anything Land where I really love Anarchy, my dear. I think that is a really great, interesting record. Um, because they just were like, no distortion. We'll still play guitars and everything, but we want it as, as clean as possible. And I thought that was a very, very cool idea. Um, 
And then the next one they did was this like string arrangement. And I wouldn't have listened to it if it wasn't for every single song had a feature that was pretty cool. Like I know Tom DeLong features on one. Uh, um, what's his name? I've met him a bunch of times. Uh, 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 eh, we'll cut this part out. <laughs> I, I was waiting for a clue because I'm usually pretty good at pulling these. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Sella, Brian Sella from um, the Front Bottoms. He featured oh, okay. the track because um, Casey recorded with their. I think he plays guitar for them now. He played bass for them now, and now he plays guitar for them now. So like he would, you know, be around when we go to shows and stuff and say hi. So it's like it's just weird to see like every single track. If you look at the Hebrews rundown. Um, that like every single track has a, a feature on it, but Monine, Monine. The only thing I know about Monine is that they were on a, uh, uh, warp, split warp tour. Oh, right? damn. I thought you were going to pull the, and they have the song Black Out the world. And it's like such a fun dancey song. Yeah. They, they, they do a lot of fun guitar effects. And then like the, we were talking about before with like the Tom Morello stuff where like, this is all done by guitar. Like it's a lot of like pedal effects and kind of like piled on top of each other pedal effects. So you get a lot of weird, interesting noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're up, George. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of bands that we've mentioned in this in this in this show uh, are all been signed by Vagrant Records. Like uh, <laughs> Kate Bush, definitely a Vagrant artist. Yeah, definitely a Vagrant artist. Future yeah. Heads were yeah. Future Heads, yeah. Um, the the weird thing to me is. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been, like, stumped before on, on the playlist episodes. Saves the Day is, like, I, I literally, someone asked me to make a list of, like, your 20 favorite bands. They were on it. And it was, like, the first time I was like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have a my song. Precious, my precious mountain goats from out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to try to get a little bit more bouncy, a little bit more happy here. It's, it's a fun song. It's a it's it fe- the music video of this song features a very haired and annoying um uh, uh Jeremy Piven. So just it's the only difference is that he is haired in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, but apparently wait, wait right? is this is this post bald and then re-haired? No, no, this is pre-bald. Oh, okay. Uh but according to I was going to do Hot Rod because I love Hot Rod Circuit. I was going to do Alkaline Trio, but it seems too easy. Um, also, I was going to do Justin Towns Earl, Art Rest in Peace, because uh, he does an amazing cover of this man's work. But I'm going to do the song Dyslexic Heart by Paul Westerberg. Ooh, yeah, buddy. I like where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> this song is so much fun. It's one of these songs that's like it's been on my list to cover for my Summer Bummer series uh for probably two years now and last year i just scrapped the whole thing because it didn't feel appropriate to sing sad songs from like sad white men um so uh, this year it might make the list of of little sad acoustic covers because it is such a fun bouncy song with like kind of sad kind of kind of sad uh tones i i i just had like a a quick resurgence with paul westerberg because i what did I watch? I watched something and he was like the first credits song. And I was like, 
I, I like this song. Like, why, why do I know this song? What is this? And then there was just like a certain tone that his voice hits where I was like, oh, it's Paul Westerberg. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. It's that like I've spent years shrieking into a microphone and <laughs> abusing it with alcohol that now this is just how my voice sounds like. But he's not quite like he's going to be one of these people that hits Tom Waits and Bob Dylan style old man voice. It, didn't he have some like really depressing level of like some sort of debilitating thing where he couldn't play guitar anymore wasn't that one is he one of those people maybe i know that uh the bass player from um the replacements now plays for guns and roses that was my little <laughs> fun fact that i learned recently so he can play bass but i don't know if paul was for play guitar anymore <laughs> <laughs> i saw them live we talked about it a couple of times now i think but yeah we saw them live and absolutely the like one of the coolest things I ever got to do. Like it, it was one of those tours where I was like, I don't know, like I, I really love the replacements, but do I love them enough to like pay this much money to go see them? And my friend was like, I have an extra ticket. I was like, yes, I do. Yep. I do love, I do love them enough to, to do this. This is where it happens. Yeah, there's certain, certain like artists, like there's just like, there's like a point where you're like, I don't think I want to see them live now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like it was, yeah. it was so much later. Like it was, it was like three years ago. Like it, it was a, so much after they were like a going concern, but it was absolutely worth it. I'm so happy. I, I mean, I love how they, this is the way you've told the story. They've retained their, like, we're going to troll the audience-ness oh, of their yeah. shows where they were just like, we're going to play two different songs at the same time. You guys figure it out. Like <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're always like, yes, Punisher. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I literally still feel excited about what they did to us it's like it was I, I i i don't know listeners can go back and figure out what episode i talked about it on i remembered it back then but they were like all right so now we're, we're gonna we got to the spot we're gonna leave it up to you guys what song do you want to hear next and like if you want to hear this one do like a woo if you want to hear this one do like clap or whatever um it was like all right what is it going to be? And it was just a whole bunch of noise. And he was like, all right, both of them. So like they played the song, like the music from one of them and sang the other one. And they are not songs that match up. I, <laughs> I cannot stress it enough without remembering what they are. They do not match up. So good. Um, all right. So Jackie. Yeah. Stop changing notes. Is there something you want to tell the rest of the class? <laughs> okay. So you, uh, your pick was, was a Paul Westerberg song. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he is the lead singer of The Replacements. Yes. Um, I, when you picked a song with a an anatomical name, I was like, all right. So I'm thinking anatomical. I'm thinking lead singer's solo project from a very popular band. So, uh, and this is a band that I did see live and they didn't troll the audience, but they sure didn't want to be there. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, Frank Black. <laughs> uh, okay, that'll do it. Yeah, that's all, that's yeah. all you need to say, but yeah. That's it, just any song. No, um, and I'm pick. Picking, we don't care. Yeah, no, I, yeah, exactly. No, I'm picking the song Headache. It is anatomical in nature. Mm -hmm. And that was the first song off of his solo stuff that I ever heard on. And I'm, I also chose this because I want to give a shout out to like Princeton Radio because they're the fucking shit. They're good. Um, yeah. So w, WPRB, um, I was listening to a late night and I was driving on a highway and I heard that sound and it, I just like smacked me in the face. I was like, this fucking song's awesome. <laughs> and I immediately like went out and bought Teenager of the Year. But yeah, that song rules. It's like two minutes and some change of just fucking nonstop shit. And the video 
is directed by Adam Bernstein, who directed a lot of They Might Be Giants early videos that are really cool and weird and like, and he's also gone on to direct episodes of like Breaking Bad and stuff. So oh, wait, big wait, fan who of do this I, stuff. I just Ooh. saw a thing on TikTok. They might be about giants. Adam Bernstein. No, about the, They Might Be Giants. Uh, oh yeah, the singer of They Might Be Giants. Which one? Uh, I forget their name, but he does. John, uh, John Linnell or John Flansburg? I want to say it's Linnell. Okay. Uh, he sings the uh, dad voice in Coraline. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. they played a clip of it on TikTok where it was him singing the song where he's like, oh, Coraline dies. Da, 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 da. He's playing the piano and stuff. And then they played like Istanbul, not Constantinople, Constantinople. And then they played like the Malcolm in the Middle theme song. Like they just kept playing. It was like, yeah. yeah, that's all the same voice. How did I not notice that? <laughs> I'm a big name, Michael Giants fan, so I'm like, I'm like just saving a moment where I can pick them for a playlist, but I will, I will. <laughs> we'll get there now. close. We'll get there close. Um, yeah. I will say one of my favorite moments. It wasn't them playing, but a uh, bunch of friends. Uh, it was kind of fresh into Philly scene, the the comedy scene, and mm-hmm. um, I had a friend, Alex Yang, shout friend of the show. We almost killed him the first time he was on the show, and uh, he, uh, but he lived across from Love City Brewing, um, mm. and. We went down there on Halloween and there was a band all dressed up in skeleton outfits playing Istanbul, not Constantinople. And I was like, oh man, this is everything I wanted. While they're like all getting beers. One of my friends is like, um, like walked in, found a girl, started making out with her, took her home 20 minutes later. Like it was instantaneous. Uh, like wow. it was like a perfect Halloween where everyone just did what they wanted to do. And I was just stoked on this jazzy, rock band playing songs and skeleton outfits in the back i was like this is where i thrive <laughs> like i'm in love i'm gonna make out with this moment yeah this is the moment i i tongue kiss i console hockey so matt what song are you frenching um I'm, yeah. I'm working my way through i'm thinking okay okay kind of percolate yeah i got a coffee percolator for christmas it's the best investment <gasps> i've ever had oh yeah Our- matt just got a fancy new coffee gadget Ooh. it's not really a gadget i okay. i use a percolator electric percolator and i found that like if you keep it plugged in the coffee burns mm-hmm. so you have to like the, the first cup of coffee is so good but then i unplug it so it doesn't burn and the next cup of coffee is cold so i just got like a little it's like a thermos, thermos. So I, like, make it- Ooh, look at you that's the that's the next move i'm gonna have to get one of those because you're absolutely yeah. right if you just let it like sit there for a while it just gets really old and stuff let me ask yeah, you in your yeah. percolator I imagine it's the big metal thing with the lid that pops up. Do you put a filter yeah. in? Do you pierce a filter or do you just do it? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah I just, I just, it gets uh, real gritty. We put, uh, we like puncture a filter in there, but then it overflows and then we got to clean more. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a whole thing. But yeah, no, I'm a big fan of the percolator now. So you got uh, one? You know what? I'm just going to go totally abstract. I like written down little ideas here, but I'm just going to go fucking totally weird and abstract. All right, so um, just a, a parrot song. I'm Ooh, just gonna throw in here. Okay, for, love so, it. Okay, so I get these like cluster headaches that are just like knock me on my ass for like mm. three to four weeks of like. So every year I get like yeah like three or four weeks where every day I just have like debilitating. It's <laughs> really like, can't sleep Whoa. and I just like it's so fucking horrible. Um, and uh. So I'm gonna say uh, some cold hard times by Lee Hazelwood because <laughs> it's just uh, those those times are just the the fucking absolute goddamn worst times. I, I take that. I don't think I've heard this before. Yeah. Lee yeah, Hazelwood. I don't know this one. Well, how did you discover this song, Matt? Through uh, the show Lodge Forty Nine. 
Oh, uh, I wanted to watch that. Was that good? It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's a great amazing. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like a really great uh, scene in the pilot episode where the main character, um, he gets like evicted from his apartment and because he just kind of has nowhere to go. He like breaks into his apartment and fills like a big gulp full of whiskey and just sits and like reads Dune. And it's just like, he's like chilled and he's like, empty shorts, apartment. like empty apartment, just like it's, drinking whiskey. It's and the dream. Dune. The, the big and gulp so full of whiskey reading <laughs> Dune. And it's not, I mean, like it's supposed to be like, he's like down in his luck, but it's not like I'm a, I'm a hard drink and hard. It's just like, just try to enjoy his day. Yeah. You know, like, he's just he's trying like, to make it through. Uh, I want to let everyone know that if you don't uh, know Lee Hazel, make sure you just look up the spotify page of lee hazelwood it's the greatest picture i've ever seen oh, man he's so freaking cool oh i have yes! a, i have a different one on my end i oh, have you do. i have this one on my end can we get that can we get that Both have a oh very, yeah very prominent stash there you go. oh and his yeah the stuff with nancy sinatra is good Ooh. Um, yeah this man looks fun this man i would party with this man He's great. He's a great songwriter. And didn't he write some, I'm trying he to. He wrote a bunch of things. He was a songwriter uh, mostly, and he wrote for Nancy Sinatra. So That's he wrote right. like Boots Are Made for Walker and all that stuff. Gotcha. But his voice is very cool. He has this weird kind of baritone, just like, eh. yeah. He just sounds like he's been, he's tired. He's sounds been like he's been lot. drinking whiskey out of a big gold yeah. container. <laughs> uh, the record label, uh, Late in the Attic, put out a bunch of his stuff, but it has that kind of like, that kind of like, 70s, 70s kind of like sun bleached kind of cool oh yeah i'm definitely almost almost country but not like kind of story i do song. love just yeah. barely country that's a fun line to get almost yes. there. like i well bakersfield like the bakersfield sound is very country it's almost slightly removed just because it's california i feel like my like my perfect genre is just outside the bakersfield sound <laughs> like that is a perfect country version for me <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I want to find out. <laughs> Bakersfield Sound was a group of country musicians like Buck Owens and a um, bunch of others where Bakersfield is just that city that's nowhere in between San Francisco and L.A. It's just in the no man's land of between the two. Um, Isn't it where Corn's from? I believe Corn is from there as well, which is part of the Bakersfield sound. <laughs> <laughs> Bakersfield sound. Yeah. Uh, but like, it was a little more glitzy. It was more, uh, maybe not glitzy like, is the term, but. Like Glenn Campbell? Glenn Campbell, I think is part of the Bakersfield sound. Okay. It like helps okay. get, get around. So it's a little bit more poppy maybe. But yeah. um, one of my favorite artists that has been like redoing that sound is uh, Jamie Wyatt who uh, her whole last record was produced by Shooter Jennings, Waylon Jennings' son. Oh, and, wow. Uh, she is like thoroughly living like the outlaw country lifestyle where she has all these great songs. She's got her big white cowboy hat and fringe. Oh my and God. then like halfway through her set, she'll be like, this song was written about when I was at the female penitentiary and I found myself a girlfriend. And it's just like, oh, girl, you live it. <laughs> That's awesome. you're like, Wait, what's her name? Uh, Jamie Wyatt. I love it. Love an outlaw. Are you gonna? You're not gonna choose her, are you? No, because it's Dan's turn. Yeah. Oh. I, I was just waiting for you to stop, and then I was like, I'll choose it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If we're being honest here, if we're like a little drunk and being honest, at least I am. Uh, most of the show is Dan waiting for me to stop and be like, well, anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of Matt's Matt. Matt and my relationship is him just waiting for me to stop. <laughs> 
right, can we go to the store now, please? <laughs> we definitely take so many turns where it's like, it's not like the thing where like I'm waiting to tell my own story. It's like, oh, I have something to say to that. Uh, no, I guess not. I'll wait for the next one. Oh, I have something to say to that. Oh, no, I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> that makes me feel bad, Dan. Please tell us your story. No, I love it. <laughs> the less I have to do, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have heard me talk. It gets real rambling. <laughs> yeah, that's our show. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we are doing a show. Um, ah, hmm. No, I'm not going to do it. I have to think more. Damn it. I, I really wanted to go just straight to Cold Hard Bitch, the Jet song. But no! I don't want Jet to be on here as much as they're, they're not bad. There's nothing wrong with Jet. I, but I like, went through like a week where I was like, I wonder if that uh, record still holds up. And it's fine. I mean, it sold a lot of Volkswagens. Yeah, a lot of iPods. There was like, I, I think I'm pretty sure it was Jet. There was like a um, Chuck Klosterman did like a piece about like Jeff Tweedy, and it was like when Jeff Tweedy's kid first started like playing the playing the drums, and he was like learning how to play. Um, Are you gonna be my? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and I guess I guess like he like had the kid play the drums for Chuck Klosterman. Chuck Klosterman was like, oh that. It sucks that he's into jet, huh? And and <laughs> the was like, "What's the matter, man? You don't like rock and roll?" <laughs> Put him down, like, that's so good. That is oh great. Oh man, Chuck Lossman's great. I was listening to um that uh podcast um like what is music or something. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was him and Chris Ryan from Dan. Where's he from? You know, Watch. sports. The Ringer. The Ringer. The yeah. Ringer. He's from the ringer. And it was just them talking. That's how I found about uh, Bobby Darren's uh, Bob D- Bob Dylan ripoff album, where he did a bunch of albums known as Bob Darren. And it's like cool, f- folky, funk stuff. We're basically like. <laughs> this will fool everybody. Yeah. Well, he, just, he changed his name to Bob Darren. He moved into like an airstream and like overlooking a lake somewhere and wrote a bunch of protest songs. And then when he brought wow. them to the record label, they were like, where's Mac the Knife? <laughs> Yeah, wait, hold on. Whoa. It's up your ass. Like <laughs> he might actually be on this one couple challenges. Let me check. Yeah, Bobby Dan. Yeah, there's a song called "Me and Mr. Horner" that has like a total like I love that song. Totally different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole there's an album with that song. That's the first song on this album that's called "Commitment," which was his oh, second okay. record that he put out because the first one was called uh william something costello whatever his real name whatever bobby darren's real name is he named it that because he was like i want to be honest with who i am i want to make the music that i want to make i don't want to do standards i want to do something with more integrity and no one bought it so he made the second (laughs) record called commitment where he's like no i'm still doing it (laughs) (laughs) and that record's fantastic yeah, because I this is on like a, a compilation of like country funk, like basically like trucker funk mm-hmm. music from the seventies, and uh, and I remember hearing it and just being like, and, and seeing that it was Bobby Darren, and I'm like, can't be the same Bobby it's Darren. It's the same one. He gave up. He like Darren, yeah. he sold everything. I think he got remarried, sold everything, and then like lived in a little airstream trailer and yeah. wrote all these songs, and they're incredible. Do you know about this is a little bit of a uh I'll shoot. do you know about the the Frank Sinatra like space album? No. Yes. I don't yes. The, uh I think it's called the future, the future. or something. Yeah. It's like the past, the present, and the future. Yeah, yeah. In in this, it was like so the past is like him 
covering his old song, right? Him doing renditions of the songs. Mm. The present, I guess, was like new songs at the time. And then the future is this like space odyssey where Frank Sinatra wants to go to like Jupiter and oh eat spaghetti it and shit. It's fucking, fucking awesome. Most amazing song. Oh. That's from Lindsay. Speaking of writer for The Ringer. Yeah. Formerly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lindsay Zolad. She, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, she doesn't work anymore. She yeah. turned us on. To, we were going bowling mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, guys, I'm obsessed with this. You have to put it on. And we were just listening to this. And we were just like, uh, it's incredible. <laughs> I love jaw drop. Oh my god, you're like, why is this happening? Like, how is this happening? Who is this happening? Like, you just work. He also pronounces. He pronounces Uranus. Uranus. Because you There's can't. A, yeah. Yeah. It's so Sinatra. The way I feel like that. Sinatra yeah. is the kind of person that's like, I can't fucking say Uranus. Like, <laughs> like he's, he like purposely says it differently, so he like no one can get that audiograph. Yeah, the, the, the song is literally just like a road trip through the solar system, which he goes to out of order for some reason. Oh, he which does. Is really, yeah. really weird. He's but, Sinatra. He goes his own way. But, but yes. every 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 his planet way. has like its own vibe in this. In it's this almost like song. the Little Prince. Have you ever read that book? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, like no, that. not the book, like, but I'm aware like, of the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't read anymore. Jupiter, Jupiter is just filled with meatballs or something. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. But then out of nowhere, like everything gets really serious, and he's just like, "You're a nerd." <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's beautiful. I'm oh, definitely good. Whatever go happens, that. that's my next pick. Just put it down in the playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The whole album. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And you know, I'm. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here and you know I don't I don't want to make this point too strongly because I I feel like it's just like a wormhole but it, it's it's a band that I think doesn't get enough credit for how good they actually are because 40-year-old virgin ruined their entire reputation but I want to throw a Coldplay song on here and I'm, I'm just going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep it, keep it mainstream because I'm having trouble remembering because none of the song titles <laughs> seem to match what I want them to, but I'm, I'm just going to go Viva La Vida because that song rules. Okay. Okay. Nice. I had a, I, uh, I had a Coldplay moment recently um, where I was at work. It came on the radio and like, I knew it was Coldplay, but I'm not going to sing it. And I'm like, kind of just like <laughs> bouncing along. I'm like, okay. You know, it's not terrible because it was like, I think it was yellow or something like it was it was an older yeah. Coldplay tune and that's fun and that's fine. And then like another person started singing the song and then like a third person came in and they're humming it too in like their own different way. And I'm like, her. fuck, Coldplay slaps like it brings people it's together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a moment. It was probably and it would had to be like 2014 it was the, the year i was going and like making a point of listening to like every new thing that came out and it, it, i think uh ghost stories i think it was was the year it came that i that came out and it was getting panned but like i was on a vacation by myself in la sitting in a park by myself killing time because no one knew i was there yet so i had nothing to do so i'm just sitting in this like beautiful park listening to Coldplay, and i'm like People only hate this because it's Coldplay and it's fun to say mean things about Coldplay. Like, there is nothing wrong with this. Mm. Uh, there is a great, um, like, uh, like best of the year. Like, those little panel shows that England does where they get, like, two comedians and they're each on a different team and they have to answer questions, but it's basically just them fucking with each other throughout the entire show. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, those... A very, very British genre. Yeah, it's yeah. a very British genre of game show. But there's one where... Uh, Noel Felding was making fun 
of Coldplay. And then Coldplay's manager came up to them and was like, hey, man, listen, like, we know it's kind of cool to make fun of Coldplay, but, you know, it's not really what we're, you know, like, would, would, like I'm, would you lay off a little bit? And, and the Noel Felding was like, I'm not trying to be cool. I genuinely hate Coldplay. <laughs> 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 to their faces. You know, the, the thing that kind of solidified it for me, I was watching the Bee Gees documentary mm-hmm. and listening to Chris Martin talk about the Bee Gees, about like as, as somewhat like there's very few people in the world who can relate to just getting too popular for people to take you as a, like a serious artist anymore. But like listening to him talk about the Bee Gees and like how they just hit that and like the world just turned on them because they were so popular. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that's literally the only mistake they made was being too like well known. That's fair. Like like oh, that's what happened to Coldplay. Like they uh, they hit another level and everybody just turned on them. That reminds me of how uh, I was. I watched this Architectural Digest video and it was David Harbor walking around his apartment in New York. And he has a framed poster of um, Masters of the Universe, like the the 80s movie. The movie? Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, they threw a lot of budget behind that movie. And they had, um, what's his name, playing Skeletor. And he's a big hotshot actor. He's like Frank classically Lange. trained. So, uh, you know, sometimes you can put be put in a big budget movie. And, you know, it doesn't work so well. And, like, everyone hates it. This, this is post Hellboy, I'm guessing. So this, this is immediately after Hellboy came out, and he just like looks at the camera for a minute, and then walks away. Uh, all right, Jackie. Yeah. Okay, I have a pick. Cool. Okay. So I. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Isn't it? Isn't it George? No, it's you. Oh, is it me? No. Yeah, George goes after me, right? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was. No, it's me. You picked the first yeah. one. Oh, you're right. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to flip them for a round, you can go, and then George can can. She did the work. You flip it. I'm I'm good on my feet. You go. You George, go. George is not ready. I'm not ready. So if you want to take I, it, I, all right, I'll do it. I'll take. This all right, one. we got our first flip, guys. George, George make make the drop. <laughs> it will flip. Okay, so um. I was into Coldplay in high school. Um, and I won't tell anyone. What'd you say? <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Oh, thank you. I should say middle and high school because I started babysitting. This is all relevant. And um, my what I did when I babysat was uh, MTV2 had just come out. And since so this is like 2000, 2001, um, all I did was watch fucking MTV2 all the time because it was music videos all the time and I was obsessed. Um, Coldplay was their yellow video was played on it like once an hour. They oh, were like, constantly. Yeah. All the time. Um, so that song really got stuck in my head. And I, I bought like MTV two compilations and stuff and blah, blah, blah. Okay. There's the Coldplay connection here. This band, this video, this video was also played on MTV two, like a lot. Um, and it was cold, hard bitch by Chet. No! <laughs> MTV one. Um, so I made, when I started dating people, I would like make the mix CDs. Cause I was like, Oh, here's some, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was dating this one guy who was in. Matt, oh. if you want to leave the room, we don't play me. Just like, <laughs> you can take you a just, walk. What? Oh my God, you're so <laughs> What the fuck is <laughs> While I'm talking, how <laughs> dare him? Okay. Oh my god! 
All right. Those, you guys are fine. Oh, you got, your love the has bit. grown during this pandemic. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I started dating this guy. I made him a mix CD. He made me, he actually copied, burned a Dimitri, or not Dimitri Martin, Mitch Hedberg uh, live album. He burned one for me. And that was like a thing. And then I made him this mix CD and I, I put Coldplay's song Green Eyes on it because he had green eyes, even though I did not like that song. But I was like, mm. I have to make it thematic. But it's not I their best, but it is in Wedding Crashers. It does have that going for it. Yes. Is that good or bad? I don't remember. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It it's a thing that exists. <laughs> so anyway, to or anyway, so this song was on that mix CD. Was also played on MTV2 a lot, as was Coldplay. And the song is "Once Around the Block" by Badly Drawn Boy. And I got very obsessed with Badly Drawn Boy. Hi. Pre- I feel like I've definitely heard this song. I just don't remember. Probably. It's so catchy. The music video is like these two teenagers who get their braces stuck together in a car. It's very adorable. And Oh, that is cute. And then this album, The Year of the Wilderbeast, is like really fucking good. Um, so I kind of actually like got him into this band. And um, and then About a Boy came out and he did that soundtrack and everything too, which is good. So I, I stick up for this dude. Pour one out. For Bally Drum Boy. All right. Yeah. Watch the music video. It's great. Yeah, I don't have a, a lot of frame of reference for Badly Drawn Boy, but I feel like they are like a mixtape staple. Like, like yeah, that, just, that is what they are. He's just like a sleepy singer-songwriter dude who looked like he rolled out of bed and he writes really like melodic stuff and sometimes like the instrumentation is kind of like funky and weird or he'll use like synthy things um but i liked him he was he was very like yeah a very like nick hornby ish kind of uh dude okay um Ooh, i think i found a song Ooh. so this might be a bit of a stretch because because i have never heard this song uh, what i'll do in this situation is i'll go to like fans also like mm. um and fans also like um two bands that have been featured well i think both bands have been featured in previous playlists uh, one is Eels, which was featured yes. last week, um, where we did, what was it? PSU Rock My World. Yep. That was on our warmth playlist this oh. week. Yeah, that, that song hits me in exactly the right way. Uh, also is featured is Supergrass. Who oh, Supergrass, yeah. Sure. Great. But I, I was like, oh, let's check out Eels. And then I was like, what's Eels also fan like? Because I don't want to do two in a row. And Eels, their second uh, fans also like is the Dandy Warhol. <gasps> yeah okay so i think it's fair to do another song that sold like a million cars or it sounds like it sold a million cars we're gonna do bohemian like you by the dandy Warhols. yeah oh um, yeah it it did <laughs> it sold some cars <laughs> you know what that that song's fucking solid though i know it's it really like is everything, but- initially oh, i had uh, so i have a playlist um where it is all the songs from that fuse show steven's untitled rock show um oh. So it's very specific kind of music from that era. Mm. Um, but it initially started as car commercial rock. <laughs> so <laughs> it started, if you like, let me open it up on my page. Probably really a lot quick. of things that I actually like. So yeah, have we seen the the documentary? Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but the Dandy Warhols documentary? No. I have not, no. It, it's about how... Oh, was uh, it a dig dig yeah yeah I, i've seen bits of that that's worth um them and 
what was the other band? Uh, the, the Black Murders? Brian it? Jonestown Massacre. Oh, Brian Jonestown Yeah, yeah, okay. Where, and they just fucking hated each other. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was the, the singer from Brian Jonestown Massacre is one of these guys where, like, music only exists for art and nothing else. If you're doing something commercial, fuck you, you sell out, I hate you, whatever. And the guy who went on to be the singer of the Dandy Warhols, like, basically left Brian Jonestown Massacre and made, like, basically very similar sounding music with a different band and was just willing to sell it to people. And the whole documentary is about how like, look at this fucking sellout. <laughs> but also pretty cool documentary. It's like, like a nice little character study. I'd have to watch that. Um, I, I found it. So it's funny because the first three songs are very much like car selling rock. Um, so uh, on this George's Untitled Rock Show playlist, it starts as uh, with Get Free by the Vines. Ooh, which I do not like them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, come On, Come On by the Von Bondies. Yes. Okay. Hate to Say I Told You So by the Hives. I do love the Hives. The Hives are pretty fun. I, You know what? I liked the Hives a lot just musically. I like how it's very, like, I like their style. I like how a lot of the songs, they sound similar, but they're fun. Yeah. Uh, a video came up on YouTube where it was them performing at Glastonbury. They're so much fun live because their singer is this scrawny little nerd that thinks that everyone fucking loves him. <laughs> he's he's like, like a like a character, isn't yeah, he? He's he's like, yeah, he's like yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like walking around and he's like, everyone sit down. I know you love me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love he has that like that kind of like um that kind of like Mick Jagger like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's like, very like Mick Jaggery and thinks he's Mick Jagger, but then it's also like people waving flags and no one's sitting down on the ground. He's like, I'm not singing until you guys sit down. And so the entire front crowd is just like, fucking fine, we'll sit down. Jesus Christ. Um, and then that playlist immediately I was like, I gave up on the idea of doing like uh fun car rock, and it be just immediately jumps to Nikki FM by Hawthorne Heights, and it just became like mid 2000s emo music <laughs> so i i looked it up for anyone interested dig it, you have to write the exclamation point with it it's dig exclamation point is in full on youtube so you can watch the whole thing on there right yeah. on. all right cool uh so bohemian like that means matt it's your turn all right cool so i think i'm gonna go off on that kind of like uh that that early 2000s kind of like new rock thing and I'm gonna to try to connect back to like the the original New Jersey theme in my Ooh, own little special way. Cool. Uh, they're not a New Jersey band, but just remind me of like a time in New Jersey is uh, uh, "Someday" by The Strokes. Um, there you go. I think that Great like song. that song to me is like I don't know. Like I think like the time and the place that that song was out there. Like I just remember just driving around suburban New Jersey in like a fucking Honda from the '80s that was like always just about to fall apart and <laughs> like the, the tape deck barely worked and like um but just that that's always just like such a breezy like car ride kind of quality yeah and like yeah i don't know the bands like this where it's like the danny warhols especially the strokes specifically yeah. and like any of those um meet me in the bathroom bands yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know casey was playing a show at the bowery electric a couple years ago and I went down with her because I never I the only shows I've ever played in New York were at pianos and they were like acoustic gigs at pianos. Mm. So I never got to experience the New York scene. Mm. Um, and when we were walking around Bowery Electric, thinking back what that would be like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I was like, oh, I get the strokes now. Like, I understand what the strokes sound like. And they that's good because it seems like they forgot. Yeah, they, <laughs> <but it's, laughs> they want to sell cars. Yeah, yeah. 
they're 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 out here to sell Hondas, and I, I more power to them. You know, yeah, yeah. make I your money. Like, there's like that weird like yeah. during that time, I was a little bit too young to kind of like the, the meet me in the bathroom stuff. Like a little bit too young to kind of like be a not part of, but like but like I wasn't really involved as much in the beginning of that, like the strokes and all that stuff. There was kind of like the the later side of like the LCD sound system. Yeah. Like like I think like by the time I was like 2021, 20, like that was more my my scenes like the later new york shit but um but yeah but i I don't know i just like that that song but like that uh uh someday it's like it's such a nice like sort of like sentimental kind of song to it just i don't know just just really like brings back that kind of like feeling of just driving around with your buddies like drinking like iced tea from wawa and just like having the windows down yeah so i I'm tempted to to keep it in that in that same genre, because but I'm, I'm like going through the the list of bands who kind of exemplify that, and the only one that ever really hit for me was the White Stripes, and Ooh, yeah. I, I don't really want to put them in here. So I'm I'm just gonna throw us off because I only have one more chance to do it. Um, I'm gonna just do the the sum route. I'm going to use that as my connection and I'm going to play Sometimes by Britney Spears. Oh my God. That is probably my all-time favorite Britney Spears song. song. It's, it's one of those songs that like gets forgotten. It was, it was the second hit like, and everyone's like, well, yeah, but like, what about this other one? I'm like, yeah, but it's not sometimes. Like sometimes it's just like a nice, cute, fun pop song. And that's what I want my pop songs to be. Yes. I feel like sometimes is like the the precursor to like, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. It's like Britney Spears yeah. talking about emotions, but it's not too, you know, fucking heavy. But then she's like, okay. Let's yeah, this is it. how she got Crossroads. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for her. Did you see that uh, that Britney Spears documentary that the New York Times did? It like it didn't ruin my whole day, but I was like trying not to care about it because I knew it was like Casey's thing. Like I want Casey to enjoy her thing. Yeah. she's a big Britney fan, right? Yeah. And then about like I kept on like poking my head in as I would listen to parts of it, and then by the end of it, I was like, "Is is there more? How come there's no closure?" No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was popular enough that I didn't have to watch it and get all the information, which I appreciated. It's really good. Honestly, it's, it is upsetting and made me think about conservatorship, which I never think of. Yeah, right. Usually you hear about it and they it's painted that like everybody is so justified to kind of take that control from somebody that like it's a, a public safety or a personal safety thing. But then like as soon as it's put under any scrutiny, you're like, you mean that person can't function at all? Like... You're, you're taking away all of their freedoms? Like, oh, that doesn't it's seem terrible. like what we were trying to do here. Yeah. And then it's like, well, of course, there's like a lot of money and everything at stake. And like, she can only play, she can only do things that her dad like lets her do. So it's, yeah. it's really fucked up. Um, all right. You know what? I think I know what I'm going to do. I hope it's not a stretch, but this is just a song that I've been recently like enjoying. Uh, by a famous female artist of around in and around the same time that Britney Spears, both working uh, in different worlds, 
of music but you cannot see uh, the look of anticipation on my face i don't know what you're about to say but there's like nine different people that you could say that i'm gonna be pumped about and i don't think it's any of them just maybe i'm not like quite this. sure this is the look of anticipation that's, that's it. the face that's the face right there that's holding up the shirt that's my love i love face. the fighting films <laughs> <laughs> i love them fighting films um it's just something that i've realized is a fucking bop and i wish it wasn't something that like it sounds like something like someone's aunt would listen to they're cool aunt. I'm gonna do if it makes you happy by Cheryl Crow. <gasps> yes. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Fucking jam. Fucking Coming to my good. house. Oh, I was listening to that, and then on our warm playlist uh, of my friend Nick, who I went to college with, suggested "Soak Up the Sun," and it was almost "Soak Up the Sun." I'm on a big <laughs> Cheryl Crow kick lately. <laughs> well, we, were, we we took a trip to LA. We had a, a the rental car we got was a convertible, yeah. and we put on Cheryl Crow, and we just, <laughs> just fucking cruise. We just put a night just listening to Cheryl Crow with the top down. We didn't do anything. We just drove around listening to Cheryl Crow. It was fucking awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. She had a great uh, architectural digest too. If you ever want to see like her comp that she lives on uh, i didn't realize this was these people that like <laughs> yeah no it's a whole thing as a magazine but then they have a great curated youtube channel hmm. interesting we actually have another cheryl crow if it this specifically if it makes you happy moment we played hmm. uh we did a sketch show with our group the flat earth and i don't know what happened but it was fucking terrible like we did this show nobody was into it and we like we're like, we need to just drink this away. So we like went to <laughs> Bonner's, this pub down the street. Oh, Bonner's we, is the perfect place for, for a post-bomb. Oh my God. I do love a Bonner's. fucking loaded. And then at one point, Molly in our group was like, I'm going to go put some music on. And all of a sudden, if it makes you happy, starts playing. And all of us just like come together. We just like fucking like sing this song. We're like, it's ah, the we're best. a bunch of fucking it's, losers, but it's great. I would argue that it's one of the best hooks of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to know the rest of the lyrics. You don't need to about her going to a thrift store and buying Geronimo's rifle. No. You don't need to care about these lyrics. All you need to do is wait for the pre-chorus to build up to if it makes you happy. So, the entire bar is going off. Yeah. I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> funny because most of what you said, I, I mean, I agree with the, the chorus part, but most of what you said, I agree with so hard with Cheryl Crow songs where I'm like, you don't need to know what she's saying at all. <laughs> no. Like, um, all I want to do, like, a lot of that is just like, Billy peels the fatal love's bones of It's just, yeah. like, like, yeah. just like hanging out, making shit up. And then yeah. it's like she's then, doing what people like rag on Bob Dylan for doing. And he only yeah. does it in like three songs and she does it for there, albums on it. <laughs> there is a, uh, a like, a, I, th- I think we've put him on a playlist before, but there is this punk band from sweden called viagra boys yes they, they, they have, have made a playlist called, episode yes yeah yeah and they have a song called sports which i think is on the playlist and uh and it's uh ju- it sounds like the same way Cheryl Crow writes stuff where it's just her like looking around a room like their singer is just <laughs> looking around a room and it's like short skirt cigarette sports like that's the whole song <laughs> And it just builds to him screaming sports into a microphone. (laughs) It's fantastic. But yeah, Cheryl Crow, man. We did it. Uh, Can can we can we go back and talk about this playlist real quick? I know we're sure. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a little recap. What 
right. what, what what's your take? No, because I, I I forgot. I think by the second choice that I, that people have to listen to this, and I was like, oh man, I just I just like put this fucking ten minute clunker in at the center of this fucking thing, and I'm like, oh man. I mean, I no, like the song. The first, oh, wow. the first, Sorry. a playlist episode that we did, we decided that the first song should be Captain Jack because initially, when we decided oh, to man. do this album. Uh, this this series was oh yeah no we'll only play clips because Spotify will only play clips of the songs and that'll be fun it'll give people a taste no they play the whole song so our first episode out the first song that plays is a nine minute Billy Joel song <laughs> I don't know nine minute songs are not off the yeah, table still have no regrets also one of these long songs has been Twisted Sister before so you know I'm I'm okay with yeah. it being the good life. <laughs> we had like a seven minute nice. twisted sister song yeah. at one point. <laughs> this is a this is a good one. And honestly, what I do is I listen to this playlist for a couple weeks and I just throw it on and it's it's just an excuse for me to like find new bands. Like I'm excited about Lee Hazelwood. Yeah. Seems fun. Yeah, um, Lee Hazelwood's great. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this badly drawn boy thing. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I, I feel like this is definitely one that like after listening for a week or two will send me in so many different directions of like, yeah, like this, I, I, this one is really hitting today. Like going down the similar artist route for like a lot of them, like Dandy Warhol's like we kind of did at the end, but like, like that, I'll definitely go down that route. Like there, there's some Brian Jonestown massacre songs that like are in my head right now that I'm like, Oh yeah. I um, forgot these were songs. Guitar nerd corner for a quick second. I believe one of the guitarists from the Dandy Warhols has a signature pedal that does nothing effective. Like <laughs> it is a pedal that when you click on it and you hit a note, it will not arpeggiate the note. It'll just like as you're playing, it will go out of sync. Like it'll just change the pitch of what you're playing what? randomly with no reason. Like it is just a noisemaker and people have like coveted this pedal for years because you'll just be playing one note and it'll be like, and that's all it does. I, I'm going to pull just that audio and use it for one of our drops somewhere along the line. <laughs> Yeah, you pull that audio, and that's what I'll do with the. Uh, we'll make a switch. Yeah, and I'll put that voice over top. Of it. It's like when you when you're like, we're gonna take a break real quick. It's just like that's the ambience. Or when you go off into George's guitar nerd corner. Yeah. Welcome to George's guitar nerd corner. It's like, does that guy know how yeah. to guitar sound? Yeah. <laughs> I want a guitar. I want a guitar pedal that turns guitar into you doing an impression. It can do that. It just adds I a can, little reverb to that. <laughs> I think Tom Morello would like bow down to you. He'd be yeah. like, "Wow, you really yeah. fucked yeah. it up." You yeah. did oh, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I went to Harvard, but you're the genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right all right yeah, let's get out of here good stuff um this was fun thank you guys so thank much you. for doing this so really much. appreciate it thank you feel feelings is a wasted robot production editing done by dan getz music by george bruderman you can follow us on instagram and twitter at feel feelings pod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feel feelings if you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us 
or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records. We're such a professional show.